0: Welcome everyone to the uh, most recent live session of Tales from Stringersburg. Uh, this should be uh, issue 22 part 1 and I'm gonna give you a quick rundown real quick of what has happened previously, uh, mostly in the last issue, but a little bit of uh, backstory as well that's pertinent. Uh, puppeteer uh, crashed into Future's Realm Uh, Had a bit of a kerfuffle uh, initially coming in with a guy named Shrouder, yada yada yada, things that weren't terribly important until he found out that his future son, not son, was also in this realm and was the general of of majesty future, much to his dismay.
1: A general, not the general.
0: Yes, a general. One of, one of the four. Future asked Puppeteer to plead his case as to why he should send him back. Puppeteer did a very elaborate uh, play um, about the plays of power in his world and outside of it. Uh, Future said he was going to think on it. Uh, the entire time, uh, Horatio, who we're calling him, maybe that's his name, maybe it's not, was present, had mixed feelings about the play. At first, he was kind of throwing in, and then uh, when uh, Puppeteer hit a particular point about talking about traveling the world and, and kind of shadow running the world, he got real dark. Uh, you met Iriuru or Rue as we're calling him. Giant. What, what'd you say? Cetacean?
1: Yeah, I think that's the word.
0: That's a great word. Uh, he kind of befriended Puppeteer Fergus uh, as, a, as a fellow psychic and that he kind of was conscious during the entire process while he was being controlled. Fergus was trying to Get a leg up on his son. Try to figure out what was going on and everything. Kind of got like, caught like in the Why process. is he so powerful? Do what?
1: Like, like specifically, why he's so powerful? That's yes. What wants. Yeah.
0: So you know, son kind of pops up. Surprisingly, Fergus flies off to future to get him to hustle up, and you know. He won't be rushed. They won't be rushed. So he comes back. Ruru's frozen in place with a note on his chest and so on and so forth. Montage, montage. Fergus begins kind of the refinement of his psychic skills and training and everything. And goes on a type of quest, mission thing to find... Either materials or people or things that he can't affect either with his telekinesis or telepathy uh, to find the holes in uh, his skill set, and then the he finds four, three materials, four different places uh, that he can't affect a bioorganic structure and creature, a small black orb that's just so dense that he can't lift it, and then this strange goldish material that's very reminiscent of uh, Horatio's armor. And that's kind of where we left off. We'll have a slight rewind in our timeline of Fergus, of Rue watching over Fergus while he psychically dives into his own psyche. Uh, but that's going to be kind of a, a very it's not going to be a long arc, but it's going to be kind of a micro arc th- focusing specifically on Fergus's inner journey. So we'll have to take that into consideration because we're in the middle of recording that right now. Uh, so for both of us uh, from from now and future. But that's where we're currently at. Fergus is, is kind of on this trail to to find this material, and you found this golden, bronzy, uh, brass material, and it kind of looks like um like a, a a flattened cone, almost triangular in shape. Like you'd imagine that maybe it's a it's kind of hollow. It, it, you imagine maybe like it's an exhaust or something like that. That's kind of the shape of it, like a like a fancy race car style, like kind of flat exhaust. Kind of looks like that, except slightly angled. And the problem is that you can't move it because the only way you can move things now is through your telekinesis. You no longer have a physical form to be able to touch things
1: right i mean so fergus is at a place of like absolute frustration because as far as he's concerned the existence of this person is is an affront to him and and his beliefs like this guy has insisted that fergus in the future will conspire with powder girl whose actual name i i forget civilian name i was trying to think of it
0: claire robbins i i was
1: claire okay um so you know according to horatio claire and fergus specifically like conspired they genetically engineered him to be completely normal in a world that was increasingly dominated by metahumans. And Fergus is like, why the fuck would I do that? That doesn't make any sense. Um, and yet here this person is. So he's trying to figure out how to, like, how and why this person exists. And it seems like his memory has been playing tricks on him. So he's diving in to see what he can learn. He's going into his own head to see what he remembers. It's almost like he's, he's repressed memories or... There's some sort of timeline split or something. He's not really sure, and he's trying to find that out. I mean, the reason why he was looking for those objects was he was trying to see if there was anything tied to Horatio that he could use against it, basically. Like, he he wants rid of this guy real bad. Like, almost as bad as he wants to just go home.
0: So... Yeah, and, and this is the closest thing that you found. Like I said, th- this is almost like verbatim. Like, maybe this is a chunk of his armor that fell off, or maybe it's where he got it from, and it's just a, a stray piece. Um, or maybe it's a chunk from a different timeline or reality or whatever that's been placed here.
1: Um. Can you remind me and tell the listeners about how big this thing is? Is is this like the size of a person's arm,
0: or? Yeah, it's like uh, elbow to your tips of your fingers, so you know, eighteen twenty-four inches, give or take. So it's, it's not overly large.
1: And it it being a flattened cone, as you say, it's almost like it could go over a person's forearm.
0: Yeah, it it could, but the dynamics of it, the way it's shaped, uh, doesn't seem like it's it, it's quite um, meant oh. for that.
1: Okay, I see.
0: Like it's some type of, mm, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ancillary uh, accessory.
1: Okay. But it's it's hollow, right? It's
0: like a tube? Uh, it, it's hollow to a certain extent. Um, like, probably three quarters of it.
1: Okay. Well, anyway, that's, that's for another time, I suppose.
0: Um, but yeah, like I said, we're going to... The, the, the psychic delving is, is going to happen at some kind of indetermined point. Uh, so, you know, kind of pretend that m- mm, it, it, that's going to be kind of like a my- macro arc. Um, so we'll we'll figure out where exactly to, to place it after this session, actually, um, if it's before or after. But I have a feeling it's going to be before. So take kind of... That into consideration, like we're going to consider your psychic seals as slightly more refined. Um, real quick aside before we delve further into this piece uh, when you went to go talk to that strange insect, lizardy, alien, bio organic oh, yeah. creature the,
1: the being who I couldn't reach at all.
0: Yeah. You cannot communicate with it strictly because you. You have to communicate telepathically, although you've refined your uh, telekinesis enough where you can reverberate the air air to uh, do a facsimile of your voice. Nice. Uh, But it does not understand English.
1: Cool. Well, I guess I'll deal with that another time
0: okay. So yeah, you've got this material you cannot interact with it in any way. It's probably three miles outside of this smaller town which is uh, if I can recall correctly is like three or four days outside of like the big mega city.
1: Sure if you say so.
0: I believe that's what I said, and everyone, if if the continuity is not correct, uh, you know, fluid, timey-wimey, majesty-future geography. So yeah, I kind of leave it to you as to... um, I know previously you said, like, maybe you find someone to either pick it up, or you, you... mind control a group to kind of start building something around it like
1: Yeah. That one.
0: That one? Okay. Uh-huh. So are you going I take it you're gonna go to the closer city since it's maybe a since it's less densely populated and Well,
1: I don't know what the I don't know what the dynamics of this smaller place are yet. I would have to check it out first.
0: Okay. Um are you do you just wanna Waltz right in? Do you kind of want to do it sneaky?
1: Very sneaky.
0: Okay. Alright, Give me a stealth roll. Uh, First roll.
1: Um. Let me find my sheet. Know if I? I don't know if I still have it.
0: Uh, I've got it right here. You got a plus four. It's just your straight decks. Since you. Yeah, since you kind of lost, like, your physical body, I kind of took your stealth skill away. Shit. Okay. Hmm.
1: (laughs) I critted.
0: Oh, nice. (laughs) Not 20. Good way to start off. Oh, man. So, you you are a psychic shadow on the wall, and uh, you're creeping through, and... You're going through these buildings and this town is, is like most things, like kind of like future themselves. This town is an odd juxtaposition. You get the impression that there are two type of individuals here. There are those that are looking just for a simple, peaceful, quiet life um just to live out the rest of their existence here in some form or fashion being that it's their own interest or you know gardening painting uh, writing whatever and then there is like a group of militaristic training like that's their obsession that's what they do this town is the base of their operations, so it's almost, like, split in half. Almost literally. Huh. And there are, like, sky rises and stuff. It's not, like, this quaint little town. Like, there's still... But it's, again, this odd juxtaposition of, like, this, you know, 50-foot-tall building and then a small little farmhouse right next to it. Uh, so it, it, it's this weird mixture of stuff, and you're going around. Um, nobody's noticing you, uh, and so you're looking around and and you're trying to get a get a good layout of this place, and then you you come into this this building it's it's slightly underground um about two stories underground uh large you know like 10 12 foot ceilings uh beakers chemical uh, stuff everywhere uh, very uh workman uh lived in space okay. and you you see a an individual that even from behind you you know right away
2: Well, well,
1: well. I knew.
0: So I knew. everyone, uh, we are joined with our friend Jubal, who played Powder Girl so many years ago. Eight years ago. Yeah, and uh, I was able to do it without Flocky's knowledge of being able to to bring him in to sneaky
1: uh, bastard.
0: Yeah, to to get. Uh, Powder Girl into our uh, world once more for this live session.
1: There he Hi is. Everyone.
2: I know, right? I'm excited. I'm so excited. I was going over her character sheet uh, earlier, and I was like, I, there's so much I'd forgotten. So much I'd forgotten. Drew was telling me about uh, about some specifics about the character, and I was like, I don't think that's true. And then he sent me the character sheet that I wrote. And I was like, "Nope, he's totally correct." So,
1: did he remind you about the part where your character was good at um, blowing people up with grenades and stabbing them with knives that make things dissolve and stuff?
2: Yeah that that sounds that sounds correct because because <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she's got the, the, the super intelligence is more her thing. And, but also the, also the sort of like regenerate punchy thing. So
1: she has weapons of terrible science.
0: Yeah. Uh, and everyone just for uh, a little bit of a refresher because we've talked about Claire every now and then. She, she's come up more recently than uh, in the older sessions and everything. Uh, Claire joined the League of Dubious Heroism kind of towards the end of their Chicago stint. And stuck around uh, through most of their sh- Stringersburg before they uh, broke up. And she's super smart, uh, very scientifically inclined. Uh, futzed with her own uh, genetic structure.
2: Yeah, she she grew she grew up in kind of a uh, in a from a pretty rough background, and uh, didn't finish her didn't finish high school, but she always excelled in science. So she started doing uh, like being a cook for drugs, but she was a real natural for it. And so the more she got into it, the more she thought um, as she became very successful as a drug cook, she realized that she could maybe cook some other things, maybe improve some of the things that she was selling. And so she started experimenting with a uh, super soldier type serum and the uh, she wasn't really a druggie herself, but she had no problem with it at the time of being involved in that trade and then she uh, <clears throat> uh created a serum that she tried out on herself which was a huge success but now has a pretty constant daily side effect where she has to create a special um like a side of, a side effect suppressant because it sped up her metabolism so strongly that um she uh, uh it'll start to she'll start to basically kind of consume herself and her hair starts to fall out, and she starts getting the shakes. And uh, but when she's on her when she's on her suppressant, it, she has super speed, uh, uh, super healing, and uh, is very intelligent. So um, I haven't written more of the backstory that bridges the gap between those two things, of her background from a more humble, kind of morally gray, uh, drug focused area, and is instead. And and, and where, then she moved, uh, uh, where Drew's talking about to the League of Dubious Heroism, into being more of a uh, hero, help the underdog, type type of good person. So, and and another thing, another thing that she she has to constantly be eating like a very tremendous amount because of her aforementioned metabolism being uh, being so high. So she's a she's a skinny, a super skinny kind of messed out looking woman in her thirties and she's constantly having to eat like just just junk food like just milkshakes and bacon cheeseburgers and she just and she just looks like she just is barely surviving she's one of those girl needs a sandwich looking chicks and uh, uh uh has a little bit of a rougher uh unpolished demeanor but is very resourceful and uh, is uh, uh super smart in fact they're her primary stat is her intelligence, despite her uh, super her super abilities focusing more on physical attributes.
0: Yeah, she's almost on the outside realms of human intelligence. Um, so I think narratively, like what happened was she unintentionally activated her meta gene, but she maybe like screwed it up at the same time, so it didn't I like, like that. activate correctly.
2: Damn it! <laughs> it worked. It just worked too soon.
0: <laughs> All right. So what I was what I was telling is, uh, Fergus is is sneaking around uh, this town that's outside of the major uh, area uh, of in of Majesty Future, Majesty Future's realm, and you're in this smallish town that's kind of very uh, divisive. It's got Like, this group of pacifists in it and this militaristic group that's all about, like, fighting for future and doing all kinds of crazy stuff and, like, constantly training. And you're somewhere in the middle. Like, like I said, you've gone on these missions where it's like, make sure that this kid is where they're supposed to be on time so that blah 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 happens in the future. It's this domino effect. Or... Go and release this virus that wipes out this entire world, so that this one culture kind of. Uh, I don't,
2: I don't know that we need to be talking about big viral releases right now. But well, that's <laughs> true.
0: That didn't even occur to I me.
2: Mean, I mean, we're talking about weaponized. <laughs> Who can you blame? My character, my fictional character, I created her. Uh, Sorry, everyone.
1: Didn't even <laughs> think that about
2: bad. that. I didn't even. I didn't even realize. I didn't even. I had no way of knowing. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> it's just it's just in the air. Jesus. Right she's been studying she's been studying coronaviruses for many years but this one is novel somehow yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah.
2: she uh that superhuman intelligence she's using for severe evil purposes
0: yeah so claire is in her lab and you've the previous mission that you went on you were able to find a balancing act for your serum um where it it you don't think you're fully cured, but it lasts way longer than it did. So it's not like a daily dose, and time travels differently in this realm. So you're not exactly sure of the long-term effects. But you're uh, you're tinkering with some stuff. You're you're messing with some things, munching on some chips, absent-mindedly, and everything. And
2: Doritos.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's that's the scene. You're 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 working on all this stuff, Fergus. You kind of float in, uh, behind and, and you see working at this bench the the, uh, you know, the stark white straight hair, pale complexion, very oh, she's, emaciated she's form. She's, yeah, she's
2: real. T- she's six feet tall too, so she's like a real emaciated, real tall chick just working away.
1: Okay, Fergus's first response is. Oh no. But I'm not that? sure if that's out loud or okay. if that's <laughs> She uh she's,
2: she's she's a little she's a little twitchy. So he, he floats, what's happening? He, he drops okay.
0: down in the lab? Well, Is that you, what's going you on? You don't you don't see any of this. He actually rolled a natural oh. twenty on his stealth. Alright, well. So
1: Okay. Um I, I'm gonna have to try and uh Mind, mind read her. Okay. Get some of, what the hell? Like, why is she here? How does, how did this happen?
2: Yes, you should definitely try to mind read her.
0: Okay. Uh, Jubal, give me a roll, uh, a willpower roll.
2: What? What's my dice? What? What am i rolling? Uh,
0: You're just a D twenty. That's the only thing you're ever gonna oh, roll in this system. Okay. And add three to okay. it.
2: 20 plus 3 13 all right and you see her you see her her uh, power right
0: oh yeah she's got mind shield or whatever that's right she has, uh, she has
2: rank, she has rank 8 mental shield so
0: all right so what would you roll again
2: <clears throat> 13
0: 13 uh all right yeah fergus you try to push through and I, I don't think that Claire is the type of... She doesn't have a mind shield like, here's this impenetrable wall of mental iron. It's like, my thoughts are so scattered and racing so quickly that like nobody can pick up on them kind of deal. And Fergus, that's what you... You're just hit with this barrage of thoughts, mostly inane, that you just can't process through. But okay. Claire, you... ...feel someone intruding on your mind. Look around. Okay. You spin around, and... ...behind you, you see... ...Flocky.
1: Oh. That's a um, penguins. Well Well, uh, first of all, I imagine... This track is what uh Claire's thoughts sound like.
2: Is uh, it Just Fly out of the Bumblebee?
1: No, oh, it's Square Pusher. Uh, yes. Um, this this song sounds like the future. Um, but anyway, so It's like I if guess...
2: Craftwork took Powder Girl's drugs.
1: That's what <laughs> Square sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so Drew, am I running off of the like um residual self-image thing where i just sort of look like i imagine myself or or has fergus sort of crafted his appearance i don't know I, if i'm I, able to do that
0: i think at this point you've crafted your appearance
1: okay then um it looks it's it's fergus shaped but um there's a sort of flat white theater mask where the face would be and there's uh, kind of a and, and there's a there's a tape there's a a long cloak but it's all sort of insubstantial it's it's somewhat translucent
0: yeah you're you're seeing this being of like coruscating energy that's floating slightly off the ground
2: considering what claire's been going through the past question mark number of years months yeah. decades whatever that exactly probably wouldn't necessarily be cause for alarm especially considering she lives in this sort of even before then lived in this sort of supernatural because she wouldn't recognize him because she hasn't seen him in how long has it been for him since he's seen her because he would eat they met yes a long long time ago well
1: it's certainly a long time now if we if we took the, the point of Fergus's departure from Earth Time as the point at if we judge based on then, then I think see knowing each other in Chicago would have been what, five, six years ago? Drew? Uh
0: from the from the end of our story to the beginning of the podcast was uh eight years, I believe.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah, so it's been eight plus X years.
2: Wow. So she, so she, it probably wouldn't be her first thought. This is this is what my mind went to was one of the uh, masked characters uh, from Pathologic Two. N-
1: not quite that plain.
2: No, I know. You said the yeah, mask, but it I, just I kind of made mean. me made me think of that. A lot of things have been making me think of Pathologic Two. So if you really oh. want to get like kind of in the in the grit of what's going on in the real world right now, and really like mess yourself up psychologically play that game for sure okay
1: that's exactly Um, what i want to do
2: yeah it's still it's still haunting me and i played it like eight months ago and now it's all coming back to me anyway so so he's well it's just because he's he's a spooky and and masked so claire definitely wouldn't know who he is
0: yeah i think this character in front of you is is in is familiar, but in that intangible way of like when you see someone that you knew from your past, but you can't quite put your finger on it. Like if he had appeared as himself, you would have instantly known. But since he's this odd, undulating energy being, like that, throws you off.
1: So, uh, so
2: she, she 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 looks at you. I know you um in a you in don't a, want me to know you but I know you
1: in a in a weird approximation of a human voice someone says what are you doing here
0: the the voice that comes out is not projected from the character you can almost feel the air reverberating
2: Dude, how many power levels have you gained? That you have this sort of like ambient. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's he's power level fifteen.
2: Holy shit, man!
0: Yeah. All right, he's almost um, double your level.
2: And I, and I, st- yes, yes, Drew. I can read my character yeah. sheet. <laughs> <laughs> st- Where's my? Why did my power level go up? Hold on, hold on a minute. That doesn't make any sense. I demand buffs immediately.
1: <laughs> it it hasn't it hasn't done me any good. <laughs> hey you got a cool entrance man I guess
2: um so so I'm sorry what did he say
1: what are you doing
2: here I'm I'm working what are you It does the voice sound familiar
0: just go with whatever is comfortable
1: yeah. is that are you the mask just sort of Dissolves away. And it's, it's...
2: <sighs> I, what? Okay, well, um, uh, you know, I should be surprised, but I'm just, I'm just not really surprised anymore. What, um, quite, uh...
1: <clears throat> Are you working for things. future?
2: Lots of things. Yes, yes, I'm working for future. Why wouldn't I be working for Future? Of course I have to be working for Future. I don't have a lot of options right now. I've been busy. I've been, I've been what where have you been? What have you been doing? I've been stuck here, which has mostly been mostly been weird and bad and weird, but not good, but weird.
1: I When I left Chicago, I I didn't have a lot of Faith left in the League, in Heroes. I tried to do something on my own, but it didn't... It's not working, and I... I was brought... I'm here against my will as well. What happened to you?
2: Oh, well, I mean, I don't... Um, I don't really... Uh, I don't... I'm, I'm not... 100% sure it's been um kind of a blur and a long time i've been um like i do like i have been doing for a while now um living just just uh just uh 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 trying to trying to get by trying to do this trying to figure out a way to um uh fix what's 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 wrong with me and move uh, out of here but i don't really um, know anyone that can help me with a temporal adversary so or uh, 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 uh she looks around nervously and at her computer and and uh and reaches over and locks the screen and says uh no um adversary is the wrong word um complication let's just say complication
1: you you needn't bother with petty digital security like that if you it can be wherever it wants and it's, do whatever be- it likes. It's better than you think. But yes,
2: yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not without, I'm not entirely without leads, but yeah, go ahead.
1: What do you mean, fix what's wrong with you?
2: Oh, well, you know, um, she, uh, uh she gestures to the very, like, the, the, like, the, the huge pile of buffalo wings that are just, it's <laughs> like, it's like 75 buffalo wings just scattered <laughs> all over her desk.
1: Are they from Duffs? Just Duff's. Reppin' just just reppin No, they're Buffalo.
2: from um they're from uh, Wing Shack, Josh. Oh, I don't know about Wing Shack. Wait, is that where you worked? Chicken Shack. Oh
1: no Chicken Wing Shack. It. Wing it. Wing,
2: wing It! it. Yeah. Wing
1: it. Wing Fuck, it. Yes, really there go. is a
0: Wingit box. <laughs> piles. Yeah, there's a
1: wing it box right there. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, you right uh, it's been so long. Listen, someone very terrible is here in this place, and he claims he's our fault. And I, what?
0: Horatio, you I don't, I don't
2: know. I don't know about this,
0: right? Right, Drew? You, No, you you do. Horatio, oh, no. Oh, okay, your yeah, yeah, okay. son is. He's fine with you. Like you guys are just kind of like. We talk occasionally. Like, sometimes he stops by. He's very intelligent, very engaging in conversation. You never talk about Fergus. Never. That's a trigger for him. Um, but he's. You and him are all right. Like, you know, he's He's a bit of a sociopath, but.
2: I mean, I mean, Claire's been around worse. Yes. So, um,. So, so, uh, uh he,
0: he Drew, has a reputation. He's, he's one of something. Future's jun- generals, and he has a reputation. Like, people are scared shitless of this guy. But you're just oh. like,
2: meh. Ah, ah, he's some like, guy. you know, he's
0: deadly, and he could fucking kill you if he thought too hard about you, but.
2: That's a bummer. Um, so I, I listened. You, uh, uh, Drew sent me a very, very helpful very thorough recap of what's been going on and i listened to it immediately when he sent it to me and i was like oh this is so cool and that was like two weeks ago and i don't know if you know what's happened the past two weeks but a couple of things have been a little distracting so <laughs> a few things so uh, yeah so if you're listening to this in the future i of course mean the covid 19 outbreak which is disrupted uh the planet so uh in real life so um (laughs) yeah so so drew do correct me when i'm wrong because i i I really enjoyed that and that was really helpful and it was really exciting and it made me like yes about today but um yes so some specifics like horatio and knowing horatio i may have forgotten so so please forgive me um you mean horatio she says to to fergus yes and what's your concern about him i mean besides what he can do i mean he
1: shouldn't exist it's 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 according not according
2: to why shouldn't he exist he says he shouldn't exist but i mean what teenager at some point doesn't think they shouldn't exist
1: T- teenager i when when would when would you and i w- work together in such a fashion to... Why would we make someone... It doesn't...
2: While we do that? Yeah, that's not... I don't know what... I mean, I've learned a lot about how fluid and tangential time can be, but that is a pretty distant universe. That is the pretty distant universe. Exactly. She goes back over to the pile of, of uh, chicken wings and finds one that's half-eaten and turns around and, and finishes it.
1: You... you... Don't have any interest in in creating a, a perfectly normal person, do you? I certainly don't. Yeah.
2: No. Right. Yes. Perfectly normal is not.
1: Yes. Yes. Right. So, so he's a he's an anomaly, a a, a paradox. A thi- he he shouldn't be, and now that he is, he detests me. He won't leave me alone. I don't understand why he exists.
2: So you want to kill him because he doesn't like you? I don't want to. You said he shouldn't exist, Fergus.
1: I I didn't say I wanted to kill him. I said I don't understand why he's real. I thought all of that ended up not happening somehow. It's a contradiction. I. Yeah, okay, so we so we're just to be
2: clear, the general and in- of the army of a man named future who controls reality and time is being told by a man who is used to be a man and now is a floating formless thing with a cool theater mask that he's too weird that horatio's the one that's too weird that's that's what
1: that's what you're saying i, I don't fancy myself a scientist, but I can think through a problem using logic, and there is no logic to his existence. And I... it wouldn't be a problem for me if he weren't antagonizing me.
2: Ah. Maybe, maybe start with that next time.
1: What's he doing? He follows me around and interferes with anyone I try to become friendly with. I... Who knows like what he's saying to future like about that. He's me. ruining
2: your dating life?
1: I'm not. I'm, I'm not he just sort of gestures at his bodiless body. I don't I never this isn't <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry,
0: sorry everyone Jubal has lost it.
1: <laughs> is working. These are these are priceless expressions.
0: Oh that's great.
1: No, he says I was he, he hung around in my rehearsal space while I was preparing my latest performance, which I don't know how long I've worked on. He wouldn't leave me alone. And he seems to have something, he has some sadistic need to torment me for something that I supposedly did to him, which I, I didn't even create him.
2: So he antagonizes you, he antagonizes people, he antagonizes the relationships, the platonic as you clearly pointed out relationships that you have with other people and he it seems to find, does he like expressed pleasure about this? Is it something strategic?
1: He don't He gloats when he torments me and I, I don't...
2: Horatio. Yes. He gloats when he torments you. Yes,
1: that's what I'm saying.
2: Well, I know he doesn't like you, but I didn't know it was that bad. So <laughs> does... he, so he's, so he's, so what, what's, uh like what? Like, what does he say?
1: Mostly he says, Oh, daddy. Uh, 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 and all these edgy little phrases any teenager, as you say, could have picked up from someone. He... He's told me that he... he wants to punish me, or words to that effect. I, I don't remember precisely. Does it's. He not to kill me. No. (laughs) Only emotionally, I suppose.
2: That's not not okay. I agree agree that that's bad.
1: He did stab a friend of mine.
2: Did he? Oh. What? what, You have to tell me the
1: story. (sighs) Since I, I... I wasn't here at first. I was in the realm of present... And I, I tried to break out. Present abducted me in some way, and I was put through a long, torturous decontamination process of some kind. Ooh. But I, I eventually broke out of there, and 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 I was, uh, uh, I, I was nowhere, no when for a time, which yep. might have been all right, but there was this. Vast, uh, terrible thing there, and I found my way to here, to future, and I tried to convince him to let me go back to Earth to let me go home.
2: What try to convince future?
1: I did, I did, and it just gave me that inscrutable, bleak, cynical thing it has. Yep.
0: You you did hear about. There was a scuttlebutt around the the realm of future of some newcomer uh, doing this very elaborate play uh, that took a really long time to structure, but you just kind of lost track of time like you meant to go because there's very little entertainment in this world. But you got wrapped up in one of your projects as you do and missed it. Yeah. Sorry, continue.
2: So you asked you asked Future and Future just looked at you.
1: I I spent some time with uh, the, the the players in my show rehearsing. Horatio was there bedeviling me the entire time. Um and after the performance, Future gave How'd me... it go? I don't know. You
2: don't know how your performance went?
1: Well, technically it was flawless, but that- Good. Congrats. Well well done. We haven't seen each other for some time now, but I believe I can tell when you're being sarcastic.
2: I'm not being sarcastic. I'm very, I I legitimately am glad that you have succeeded in your endeavors. And it sounds like you've been having a rough time otherwise, and these performances are important to you, so.
1: Thank you. Finally, someone who's reasonable and has human motivation.
2: That's kind of how I'm feeling, too, right now believe it or not.
1: I. After the performance, Future gave me no indication whether it was persuaded or not. And in the interim, I tried to find other beings with the uh, mental... other psychics, others like me, whose minds... I've been trying to refine what I can do. Cool. And I, I befriended someone, and he came along with me to go c- confront Horatio. I, I, I wanted him to once and for all stop pestering me, and it was so horrible, I I, I flew away for a moment. And when I came back, he, he'd stabbed poor Rue. He'd stabbed a note to him like a staple for no particular reason other than to horrify me. Well, it worked. He's a horrifying person. A ratio. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh give, I, me I, I... <clears throat> Flocky, give me a sense motive roll and Flocky, give me a bluff roll. Bluff? Yeah, because you're omitting some very important points.
1: Am I? Uh, what am yeah,
0: I making out? Uh like the reason why you were quarantined uh horatio's motivations like the stuff he told you that you ran away and left rue there by himself with your son
1: I, I i said that i flew away that's that's what i was referring to there what what was the reason for the first two things that you said i've just not remembered the
0: you were quarantined uh present told you that you were quarantined uh because of your your power flux how it caused you to go mad um and it you were you were quarantined for those five years because of that um oh, and then serious. yeah and then um hey, hey
2: what while what you're telling him this i rolled a 19
0: uh, Horatio ratio pretty much told you that he wanted to make you as sad as you made everyone else feel in his world.
1: In his world?
0: Yeah, in his future where he was created.
1: Oh, I I didn't know that. I, d- I didn't remember him saying that.
0: Yeah, yeah. You were like... Uh, I, uh, I can't remember if it was right after the play or what, and you were like what do you want from me? And he was like, I want to make you as sad as you made everyone else.
1: Okay, yeah. That that didn't register to me as, like, an honest answer. That just seemed like some shit he was talking to
0: me. Right. Well, take, take it as you will, but that's what he said.
1: Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't think Fergus took that seriously. Okay. Um, as far as the, the first thing, the power flux and, and me going mad... Mm-hmm. What, what what what's that? I...
0: remember future or present showed you the the future of your world that right. if he if he hadn't if they hadn't pulled you out when they did that uh, your power caused you to go mad like you lost yourself okay, and like
1: Right right right. That's why. Okay, that
0: yeah. makes sense.
1: I see. I forgot that that was the reason for the quarantine. I thought that was just a purposeful
0: Mm, were, no that was or, the sorry. reason why they why they did it
1: okay yeah i hmm well i don't know that i would have presented that any differently so okay. i may as well just go ahead and roll okay and i rolled a nine
0: so jubal had a 21 and flocky rolled a nine and that gave him a Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch uh 19 no hold on uh 26. so yeah you 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 think at first claire that maybe he's omitting something but you just can't read like his form is almost like an idealized version of, of what someone would psychically project themselves as, so his movements and, like, facial features and stuff are not what normal people have, so...
1: Yeah. Okay, so Fergus just sort of, like, slumps to the ground, which is kind of an artificial movement, and, in fact, part of his foot is, like, going through the floor. So he's, he's making a show of slumping to the ground, and it's not totally working but he's just, he just like has gone from floating a bit to just like in a pile on the ground. He's just like, I, I'm at my, I don't know what to do about this. I, future could put off its decision for centuries. I can't, I can't bear to be in the same world as this person who detests me. She,
2: she, she pauses for a moment. And sits back down in her chair and rolls it up a little closer to you. He's really done a number on you, huh?
1: I don't understand why this he's really, even here. Let alone why he hates You cut out. I said, I don't even understand why he's here, let alone why he hates me.
2: Well... What does he say about his existence? Does he think that he shouldn't exist?
1: Drew, did I hear him acknowledge that in any way? That there's some sort of paradox about him?
0: Yes, uh, you would both know this, although he probably delivered it to you guys in in different ways. His... He
1: he came back in time to fuck with us.
0: Yes, he wanted to not exist, so... By his logic, if he came back to his past, Ural's, where you're all's present was before you left Chicago, and either killed you guys or did something that caused him to not exist, um, then he would not. But pretty much what happened was, when he traveled back to his past, or you're all's present, that became his future, and cemented himself into that timeline. He made himself uneraseable.
2: Man, I love time travel stuff so much that that totally makes sense to me. <laughs> that super makes sense to me. <laughs> I I do not. I am kind of I'm kind of weirded out that I how much I follow what you just said. All right.
0: By him, by him coming back and establishing his yep. existence to you all, he cemented right. himself into the future by planting himself into the past.
2: Right. He's, yeah, he's yeah. not a timeline that can be severed because he became part of the timeline that he can't be severed from. Exactly. See? <laughs> I told you I love time travel stuff. So, Josh, but, Josh so, knows that.
0: Yeah, so he told you guys that that was his one miscalculation, was that traveling back to the past.
2: That is a Big fucking miscalculation. Yeah, that well, is a huge mistake on his well, part.
1: Well, hey, he's 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 just a mere human,
2: you know. He, I, I mean, if he's a pretty big badass, I mean,
0: you both know he is highly, highly intelligent, like oh. Claire level intelligence, like borderline is edge he? of edge of human. <laughs> he? Okay, he created a supersuit. In a world of metas, where he could absorb every single meta that he came across as power, and it reserved it in the suit, allowed him access to that power.
2: Like a rogue type.
0: But on, yes, but on a permanent basis.
2: Oh, that's fucked up.
0: In a world of metas. See, have you, have
2: you watched One Punch Man? Yes. He reminds me of Goro. That sounds a little mm. like Goro. I haven't finished season two. Anyway, go ahead.
1: He- if if he'd only focused a little less on the suit and a little more on the on the theory of time, just saying. Just saying.
0: Everybody's got their flaws. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> hey, that's hey, that's a very valid point. <laughs> okay. I'm getting, a, I'm getting some uh, Zuko from Avatar vibes from this guy. <laughs> Damn it! Well. <laughs> nice, all right. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> ah, we don't know. We don't know. Okay. So, um. So I asked. I asked if he told Fergus if he oh, thought right. he was a mistake. Yeah. yeah. And Fergus says,
1: he, "I, I think so." He said something about the. He, when he came back, he he couldn't, he's stuck now. He wanted to come back to Chicago to prevent us from creating him in the first place, but by coming back, he made that impossible.
2: Yeah. So, <clears throat> so does he, Uh, I mean, this is not, I mean, he's, he's, he's mentioned similar things to me, but it's not been. Maybe it just strikes me differently because of uh, his uh, lack of antagonism toward me. It seems more sad from my perspective, whereas from yours it must be uh, confusing and painful, and <clears throat> is clear is clearly confusing and painful. So, so you uh, you're coming to me because you want to help him I, with his.
1: I, I, I did not expect to find you here i didn't come here to
2: <sighs> why are you here you haven't told me that yet why are you I'm, here
1: i'm just wandering this place until future makes up its its mind about whether or not to send me home
0: fergus it, it occurs to you that the reason why you remembered claire when you got here is because she was here and thus time filled in the gap of you forgetting her. Huh. Like it didn't occur to you until just this moment.
1: Okay. He just sort of, of frowns. Time travel, right?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> he just sort of frowns but keeps that thought to himself. Says I When present abducted me, it claimed It was because I was going to become someone horrible, but, but it's, it's, it's wrong. It's, it's wrong. It has to be wrong. I I don't understand how it, anyway, what's a being called present doing predicting the future? doesn't make any sense. I'm, I'm
2: sorry. I want to make sure I'm following. You're saying future kidnap you from present and present says says you're gonna turn into a bad guy, and so future's keeping you safe on behalf of Present?
1: No no no. Uh, Present abducted me from our world. Okay. I, I fled Present's realm, and I I was in a uh, some sort of emptiness uh for a time, but, but there was a horrible predator there, and I escaped it by coming here. And okay. once I once I arrived here, I somehow attracted Future's attention.
2: I imagine you immediately attracted Future's attention by being not controlled by Future. I suppose so. I mean, kind of inherent, right?
1: Well, yes, maybe. In fact, I'm not entirely sure how I got in through that gap in the wall and that thing didn't, but...
2: Unless one or both of them wanted you to move. That seems unlikely otherwise. Yes... I've not noticed any of your meta abilities connecting to causality, uh, temporalism, uh, uh, time travel, that sort of thing. I don't see a lot of entropy out of you.
1: <clears throat> no, I, I present made me this way. It changed my my body into this. I'm it not didn't really
2: seem super she 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 like starts to say that then doesn't say anything else. She kind of like it was ugh, just kind of has an awkward mm, and doesn't and
1: yes, 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 Cartesian dualism, so on and so forth. I was never comfortable, but I didn't well, ask for this.
2: Okay, okay, sure. so escaped present and future dislike future. Have you worked for Future yet? No. Have you had to do anything for him?
1: No, and it? I didn't. I didn't do anything for Present either. Mm-hmm. Present wanted to recruit me for the it's this absurd war, mm-hmm. but I spoke to some of the people who had done things for it, and I, 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 won't be responsible for wiping out planets, not on the word of some tyrant that it's all part of some glorious scheme. It is. I, I, I can't operate that way.
2: I mean, certainly a challenging reality that people like you and I have to face is that there are people who know more than us.
1: Fergus is starting to, like, draw up a little bit. Like, dare.
2: I'm not defending what happened. Calm down, Fergus. I'm just saying... (sighs) I'm just saying there's a lot we don't know. And I think it's very important that we focus on gathering information. That's kind of, it's kind of always what I've done. That's kind of always what I've done is, and she she kind of stamps back out of it. That's kind of always what I've done is focused on gathering information, and that's kind of why I'm here, and so that's why I'm really glad you're here. Not only because I haven't seen another <clears throat> person from Chicago. Uh, in quite some time, but it's good to see someone who um, also is interested in understanding things on a deeper level, right? That's kind of your point. It's kind of the point of your shows. Yes?
1: In a way, yes. Yes. Good.
2: good. So you want out, and I want out, and um, Horatio wants out. So I wonder... If there is, uh... oh, I don't, I don't know how to finesse this point with you. I haven't seen you in so long, and it's not really kind of how I do things anyway. But um, there, it seems to me, it seems to me, the hole in this system is the incredibly powerful exosuit building time travel aware entity who is incredibly powerful and has a connection to both of us who was able to get away from present and has present, I mean, I'm sorry, future, who was able to get away from future and who has future's trust, I...
1: You want to work with him to escape? I
2: think that he is, I'm not saying what I want. I'm saying, I think, looking at the situation, that if we're looking for an effective solution to this problem that we're both in right now, that... Unless you have other ideas, I have some very long stretch leads. I have some very uh, 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 long term uh, theoretical. It, it's kind of, it would take, it would, it's, I don't think it would be interesting to explain, but uh, there's some, I have some ideas, but they're very much in their infancy. And you showing up here and you having, uh, 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 changing how you have, evolving how you have. And having the experiences that you have may have been a catalyst for something that I wasn't really paying attention to. Because uh, Horatio to me is benign, for lack of a better word. And (laughs) I'm not saying it's correct. I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. I'm just telling you what happened. And so I'm trying to analyze the situation here, Fergus. So uh, if, uh, if you have other ideas, I'm open to them. Because I'm with you. Like, out of the gate. I'm glad to see you. You want to go? I want to go? Cool. Who also doesn't want to be here?
1: If... I don't know if he would listen to you if I were there.
2: He... Very, very true. Yes. That is correct. That is very true. However... There is always, uh, there's one thing I've learned in my life, and unfortunately working for future, is that there's, most things can be done if there's a cost, but there's just a price to be paid. So I'm sure Horatio has some price for helping you. And uh, at the very least, it's a conversation. the very least, I bet I could get him to the table. I. All right. All right. I'm not siding with him. I want you to be very clear on that. I. I... He, no, he is, you're... he's neutral in my. I have other things going on. He's just someone I know who's fine, who has some weird connection to me that I never had a. It's always been an incomplete thought. He's, he's always been an incomplete thought for me. And so I'm like, this is the beginning of something, and I don't know what it is. And now that you're here, that's the rest of the thought. Because he was always talking about you, but just some something theoretical is just useless without them. I, I, I know X, but I don't know why.
0: When you say that, I want both of you guys to roll Intelligence.
1: Okay. Okay. Ian and I think I have a plus five. <laughs> Poor Claire.
2: Um, it's a ten. Oh. I know, right?
0: Uh you can spend that a hero sh- point and re-roll if you want. I think uh, I might. Fergus, you have a plus six.
2: Aha. I have I also have a plus six and, and my-, <laughs> my result was a ten. I rolled a fucking four. Um, oh no, we'll just say it's 10. Okay. I'll just cost that hero point. All right. I'll just throw up that nine that I rolled after.
0: All right. Claire, you you just continue on with with what you're saying.
2: Claire's on a roll, so she's just doing her thing.
0: But Fergus, when she says, to me, he's always been an incomplete thought, there's some grain of truth in that. Like, something about that statement. You, is just like wait a minute like what like like kind of like a what if like your mind doesn't race like Claire's but you know you run through scenarios and possibilities and everything and you squash the ones that scare you into the background like that's always been kind of Fergus's thing like Fair enough I could do this But no, no, this is, this is too dark. This is what villains do or whatever. Mm -hmm. And when she says that about Horatio, like, there's something there.
2: Uh, 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 So what I'm talking about is about our plan as a whole is that we haven't really had a plan. Stop, stop,
1: stop. Go back, go back. To,
2: To what? Incomplete I know thought. I know X but I don't know why like i know Horatio but i didn't know you were here in- until yes
1: now. that incomplete oh. thought what okay uh say say more about that there's something there
2: <clears throat> um well in trying to uh uh analyze the situation and trying as best as i can to understand something that's uh uh quite outside the scope of what most people would ever be faced with having to understand uh it seems like we have um uh, uh, there's some sort of uh, loophole, some sort of a what what they call in the computer world, they call it an attack footprint, an attack surface, which is a uh, flaw in the system. That is something that's generally insurmountable, the uh, the uh, uh, the Achilles' heel, the smog's missing scale, like whatever it is, it's that one thing that I have found that isn't that doesn't really add up, but it hasn't been something nearly as obvious as either those two um, mythological metaphors and instead this guy this guy who's very powerful with whom I have a very unremarkable pleasant relationship except for the really awkward thing that he seems to have some sort of motherly attachment to me which is um, gross it's gross not my thing kids no nope 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 and, no. and, and and powerful Evite. Evite. meta, weird, absorbing. It's weird. He's not. It's weird. He.
1: He can absorb everything. Well, but his suit can. His suit can. I wonder if he ever came in contact with a. Did you ever meet that horrible man who called himself the Nihilist? He was a negator.
2: Oh. <gasps> Maybe. Uh, it's been a long time. It sounds
1: familiar. I wonder if meeting a negator and absorbing the negation would... Well, in any case. That sounds
2: very philosophically complicated.
1: E- yes, that's, that's, that's not it. It's... there's something else. His, his existence is a paradox. He didn't want to exist, came back to make himself not exist, ended up making himself existing... There's there's gotta be some other. I don't know.
2: It it works out pretty neatly in my mind. That's that's how you make things stick. When it comes to this, that that's how that's how that's what I that's what I've been doing for future. Mm-hmm. Is that's the work I've been doing for future? Is that I'm someone unstuck in time, who goes back and makes changes stick. Whenever things need to be done, whenever there's something wrong with the timeline, or whenever there's some specific machination that, again, not that I like it, but just that Future sees something that I don't, whether I agree with it or not. Uh, Future certainly talks a big game. And and maybe, I mean, someone's named a tenth of time. I feel like they probably have earned it in some capacity. Um and I mean, earn it in the sense of competency, not in the sense of, uh, 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 you know, yeah, elbow yeah, yeah. Grease. so my, my 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 point is, my point is, is that and and she and she's like, hold hold on, hold on, and she she goes over and she starts she starts rummaging through. Um, she's got a like a full size refrigerator next to her desk, and she starts rummaging full and you hear like glasses clinking around, and she come and she has a like a she pulls out a huge bottle of of Nesquik. And like unscrews it, and it's like so. And she takes She takes a big, a big like what Drew's doing now, just a big, big old, just a big uh, uh, drought of the nest. Quick, and says so. So, what was I saying? So, what I was saying is that uh, future future sees things that we don't see. Right? That's obvious. Right? So, give, givens. These are givens. Future sees what we don't see future has me go to places in different and and i i don't know if they're different timelines but i presume there's like kind of one unifying timeline there has to be right At, at least as far as we're concerned and at least as far as future's concerned there's one unifying timeline so what future gets me to do the work that i do is future sends me back and i work on specific events so i go to specific times and places and make specific changes And those changes stick. I mean, at least that's the goal. So,
1: can you do it
2: in reverse? Can I make something unstick? I have done. Oh, make something unstick. Hmm. I. Uh, that. That's where we might hit paradoxes, and I don't. I haven't hit a paradox, and I would be scared to hit a paradox, because I don't know, and uh, and that definitely puts us in the crosshairs of both present and future, because once that happens, then okay 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 let's, let's 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 run with your idea let's let's follow this through because that's a that's a that's a good point so okay so let's say i go and make sure that let's not pick something let's not pick something particularly dark or upsetting let's say i uh michael bay remember michael bay he got transformers Oof. remember transformers he did transformers Bay. unforgivable agreed right but not, there are a lot worse examples from history I could pick, okay? So let's pick something a little more lighthearted, like Transformers. All,
1: all okay, right.
2: so tr- Transformers, uh, uh so Michael Bay makes Transformers. So if, if Future had sent me back in time and said, all right, it's not going to be him, it's going to be Quentin, Car- Quentin Tarantino that directs Transformers, all right? So I go back and I make Quentin Tarantino, direct Transformers, and now the Transformer movies are very different, R-rated, and- You will make this different. happen. i want it i want it guys i want it my new personal out of character motivation first thing when i get my delorean that's where i'm going to so um so so uh uh so if so that happens let's say that happens and now that's true right i went back and i'm like michael bay doesn't get the gig, Tarantino does. Whatever happens, whatever I need to do to make that happen, that happens. So you're talking about making something unstuck in time. Now, when we're going to an event that I specifically touched, if I go back and then you and I go back after I've gone back, that's where I'm worried about paradoxes. That's scary because you can touch that point in time, but if you retouch that point in time, you're introducing a lot of unknown variables. And I am sure that you, we will get the attention of both present and future if we go and do something like that. And I don't know how it'll work because, I, I, again, not that we would want to prevent Michael. Uh, not that we would want to. Hold on, hold on. Prevent. We, wanna sh- uh, we, we, we want, want to make.
1: We would. We want. We would rather
2: anyone but Michael Bay handle Transformers. But I'm just yes. saying, like, if we if we were trying to fix that and make it go back. How it originally was, or have M Night Shyamalan direct Transformers, which would definitely make it. I think. I think he would do worse than Michael Bay, but that's not really what we're talking about. So, um, uh, uh, uh I was if, almost there. If, I was almost there. Yes. So, I'm worried about this. I don't know what's going to happen with this. I don't know that we can do this. This is. This is. Right. Uh, uh, I I like it. I like new things. I like I like a uh, uh, new data, but th- th- this is scary because this is gonna um, uh, ring a lot of bells if we do this. Because I imagine it's hitting. If, if, if you're if you're named after a sense of time, you might be aware of when times change in a weird way.
1: In some way, they must be. Yes, right. Oh, I, I, I don't know this. I don't
2: know. I don't know. But how could they not?
1: Alright, so we don't undo the change that Horatio made when he came back. We can't do that. Too risky. But could we could we go back to a time before he arrived and change something then that would prevent him from... I don't know where I'm going with this.
2: Prevent him from contacting us in some way and solidifying himself in the timeline?
1: I don't know how one prevents someone from traveling to a point in time. If we could only go back and block him from ever appearing.
2: Well, that gets into causality, doesn't it? That gets, that's where we get into some very unknown territory. Because if we go back, say, say that we're in Chicago and Fergus, uh, I'm sorry. And Horatio travels back to meet us in Chicago and you and I time travel before then. And we go and we talk to our past selves. And we say, hey, past selves, someone from the future is coming. Don't be in Chicago. Let's go down to St. Louis. And we're just going to spend the weekend there. And then Horatio shows up in Chicago. He's like, where the fuck are they? His time travel visa expires and he's got to go back. That has some cascading causality. And I would imagine that... I'm not sure which one of them is going to be more aware of it. Probably present. I'm not sure, but I would imagine that present would be the one that would be a lot more aware of, of this happening of uh, us messing with, because present would say, Hey, there's two forces from future showing up and they're not acting in harmony. Uh, The two forces being, you and i are one and horatio is the other but that would kind of if we could hide our past selves from him we don't have to it doesn't have to be anything violent or dramatic just hiding that can, certainly could
1: can can future send things back not people i, I mean true
0: yeah yeah you've you've seen him do yeah. that
1: yeah the 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 challenge
2: would be hiding from something as powerful as what horatio is going to that's the, that's the real challenge i i, I kind of feel like I, the more i think about this the more i think that that like like whether or not this will work I, I i just can't know but i'm the more i think about this the more i'm really comfortable with this plan it seems like a really good plan but what's horatio going to do and is future going to send something back to stop us i don't i don't know and i don't know that we can I don't know that I can just click my heels together and go back there, you know?
1: I, I suppose you have to use some facility or device that future controls to do this traveling.
2: Which I'm certainly willing to try to make make happen, but I, I I'm worried perhaps foolishly, I'm a, less worried about what I be, need to do in this moment between the two of us, since we're talking about time travel, I feel like I need to be specific always. Um... I'm less worried in this exact moment right now about getting access to the time travel machine, which is a sentence that no one has ever said before. And am instead much more worried about what we do to properly hide our past selves from Horatio. Cause I feel like both of us in the past would be receptive to this idea.
0: Quick, quick aside, uh, Claire, the only way you know of travel in the realm of future is future sending individuals. Whereas, Fergus, uh, you know that Present had a collection of time machines.
2: Right. I guess the real problem would be Present sending you back. I mean, Future sending you back, because Future knows you're here. Future has to know you're here. Whether he permitted you or whether Present pushed you here... Future's at least vaguely aware that you're here. So, oh, if not is, this exact conversation...
1: Future is certainly quite aware of me.
2: See? There you go. So, uh, so Future's probably not inclined to send you back. So, I would have to be the one to send us back. Now, in terms of Horatio being generally positive to me, that's more of a newer thing. So, him going back... and Oh, gosh. It's very complicated. So, when Horatio submitted himself... In the timeline, that was before he and I met. So he would not necessarily know who I am and therefore not be inclined to be at least somewhat pleasant towards me. He might be aware of who I am, but... No, he would be aware of me. But then he would see... Oh, this is very confusing. English is very complicated for this. We need... We need not... not. I don't know what other language handles time phrasing better, but... Alright, so, past me, he knew, but if present me went to see past me, and past Horatio saw present me trying to protect past me, Mm -hmm. Horatio might be violent. Does that make sense? I'm trying. I'm trying. (laughs) this This is... Just, I, I could, I could, I could, I could. She goes, she goes over and and she's got a, she's got a, a huge whiteboard on one side, and it's just, it's just like there's so many um uh, dry erase markers just all over the ground. And if you've <laughs> ever seen a dry erase marker that's truly been killed, that's just been ground to nothing. There's like 15 of them on the ground, uh-huh. and every inch of this whiteboard is covered. And she fl- and she goes over and she flips it over and the other side's the exact same way. And she's like, oh And she goes over and she gets one of her napkins. She's like, hold on, hold on! And just- she gets a bottle of vodka out of the fridge and pours it on a napkin and starts vigorous. <laughs> this works at home, boys and girls. And she gets a <laughs> bottle of vodka and she starts wiping down the the whiteboard and just erasing what looks like years of just very small writing. And uh-huh. just tons and tons of things, and she's erasing it off, and
1: what, has her back to you. What, what this is, what this is reminding me of, is the part in Leonard, Letterkenny where the hockey players get ritalin instead of steroids, and they and they like massively game out their their workout plan with ever, without ever actually doing anything. There's like diagrams of all the rips they're gonna do, and then they don't do anything. <laughs>
2: I, I haven't watched it yet, but I've watched... I watched one trailer, and I was like, I'm in love with this show, and I like all of it. Yeah. So...
1: Okay. Um, so, just... Uh, I'm not, I'm trying not to meta too much here, but Drew, did, do, did the feeling that Fergus got when she first said, unfinished thought, has that feeling dissipated as we've talked about these things, or is it still there...
0: No, it's it's with a normal person I would say yes, but with you and your tenacity, um it's this niggling thought that just hasn't the nail hasn't been hit on the head. Okay. So it's there somewhere in your brain, maybe forethought, maybe back. I'll leave that to you.
1: And it was it was about Claire saying he's always been an unfinished thought to me. Yeah. But now that, now that you're here,
2: cause he's always been, he's Claire has obviously tried to be like, well, what are all the variables in the system that she's encountering, Right? So she's a super smart woman and she's basically captive. And so she sees the one thing in this entire crazy surreal world is someone who's the right hand man of future. Um, says he has some connection to her what what can she do with that? Mm -hmm. Nothing and now here comes the co-creator that Horatio claims and is mad about so whatever really spawned that emotionality is something I don't know what it is but that is a significant factor so the incomplete thought is you Ferguson and mm-hmm. and from Claire's perspective, you are the, the completion of that thought. And so I don't I don't specifically know what Drew's talking about. We haven't met it about this. I'm just telling you that um kinda kinda player to player right. that um playa to playa, I mean sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> that, <laughs> womp, womp, um that uh uh that I that maybe I'm just sort of saying how I understand what Drew's saying. That's how I interpret
0: it. Which is good, because I haven't talked to either of you guys about this, but you did hit a point that has been in my brain, and I think that this is a good possible through line.
2: Cool.
1: We should... We should speak to him. Like you suggested. To Horatio? Yes.
2: No, we, we we should not speak to him. I should speak to him, and I will take everything, all the information and all the advice you have with me to speak to him. But I will speak to him first, because he is, well, I'm not surprised that he's antagonizing you, but it is, I don't know, I'm, I'm sorry, Ferguson, that sounds really awful, that he's been meddling with you so badly. He,
1: he, he blames me for something. Right, this... yeah
2: he does and I don't know what that is. I know it's, that.
1: It's I know this, that. But it's this horrible world he claims to come from where everyone is a metahuman except for him. Uh, but
2: that does that 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 really does
1: sound awful. Yes, but he claims that I you and I created him that way in that world, which is something I would never do and you of course wouldn't probably do that either.
2: Has he gotten specific about how we created him? It's not a... Not...
1: In a laboratory or something. Okay.
2: Okay. that's. I don't really have any... I don't have any really uh, Frankenstein type aspirations. It's not really my thing. It's not really the last... your thing either. I guess it's a weird sort of permutation of what we're both into because you're into controlling people and you're into understanding and and like like thinking through it, 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 what they do. It, it, and do... It, 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 what I object to that. I, I you want not... to think things through. You want to have some sort of i not... some sort of penalty uh, some like 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 culmination of I, the human experience, right?
1: I craft narratives, and it right? just so happens that human beings are my my. Canvas. Um, what?
2: Canvas?
1: Yes. Yes. Right.
2: So, so I seek to improve canvases, and you seek to write on canvases, and so, I mean, I guess it's not entirely outside the realm of possibility that you and I, in some sort of weird, I don't know, stretch of the imagination, could have some sort of Frankenstein-like experience with someone who... But what? what wait, 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 wait. There's, There's an important premise there that he said everyone's a meta, but him? Yes. Wait, that that didn't happen. That's not true. And why would we make a non-meta? I,
1: what, what, I, like I what can't.
2: What advantage, what possible advantage would that...
1: I, I, I can't think of anything more, and you see Fergus slow down before, as this is, like, coming out of the air around him. He's like, I can't think of anything more tragic. Oh no! It is something I would do. Um. Uh, not me, me, but a version of me. It's, as you, it's a said. it's a good narrative, Fergus. It's a terribly gripping, awful.
2: Yeah. <sighs> yeah. When yeah. It's,
0: it's a the, very compelling narrative.
1: It's it's the
2: it's a harsh one. It's a harsh one. That that you know, that would be a show I'd watch on Netflix.
1: Oh god. Um so I, I um
0: it this it all starts to pull itself together. Claire has the know-how. And you guys are very compatible intellectually if there's no, you know, no physical attraction or anything like that. But There's no
1: need to rub it in. <laughs>
0: but yeah, imagine a one of Claire, those Claire, dark Claire, thoughts Claire, that Claire's Fergus had of
2: volume.
0: what if I could control the narrative of this u- singularly unique individual in this world and you know it starts to come together for you too, Claire. Like, yeah, I can do this. Like, but you're that, so that, like, oh, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this.
2: That that would be the that would be the um,
0: incomplete thought.
2: That would be the incomplete thought, and the and the uh, uh, the I, I, I don't know what adjective to use for it. But for example, have you heard that people have, well, this is easy. People have solved tic tac toe right like you've solved it you have all the possible moves and so you know the way to win right mm-hmm. computers have solved chess. this is the way that you win so if you solve a human that would be like a huge scientific thing even just creating a human solving creating a human would be totally her jam so yeah yeah that horrific does, that does
0: realization happen. strikes both of you almost simultaneously
2: Claire, uh, Claire, Claire, uh, sits the half-empty, half-empty, uh, container of Nesquik down on her desk and goes back over and pulls out the vodka. And and takes, and takes a big sip of it and hands it, and just extends it to you.
1: Fergus is sort of, she sees your face. She's, Fergus is sort of sinking into the ground and, like, abruptly, like, rises up out of it and is sort of flitting around the room. I, I... I, 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 she still has she still she's following you.
2: She just sort of like as you flit around the room, she just has the vodka and it's just pointing at you as you until you make eye contact with
1: her. That's no use to me. I think it might be. He just sort of the the bottle like lifts out of your hands and it floats over to his body and just pours vodka through him onto the ground. And then it sarcastically makes its way back to you i I don't know how it
2: sarcastically floats i like it i like it yeah well that that is a solvable that that is um uh, that is something we can work on is making sure that you can drink
1: i don't care about getting drunk
2: She 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 takes another big a big pull of it and puts it back in the in the refrigerator. So okay, so so say that say that uh, say that we both would 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 have the capacity to do this and the uh, interest in doing this. So uh, well, we can't uh, change the tiger stripes, right? But so do we not? Mess with Horatio, but we mess with our. So do we mess with us? Do we mess with um what we have? Uh, I think I think we are the target because I think if we mess with Horatio, I don't think that'll go well for us.
1: No, he's he's like the. And I know this maybe was a racist story, but he's like the tar baby in rare rabbit if we fight him we just stick to him
2: that story doesn't have to be racist for the record oh good it people may use it in a racist way but it doesn't have to anyway oh so wait wait what what
1: what What? i'm I'm sorry what he he thrives on antagonism if we try to attack him in any way it'll just make him more himself so you're right he's not it's us
2: so he can't... We can't mess with him. That won't go
1: well for us at all. It's... It's... It's me. It's me. It is my fault. I... Well, I, I mean, I...
2: I would really love put all this blame at your feet, but, uh, it... Uh, as the old saying goes, it does take two to tango, and if the two of us created a flawed, fascinating human, then, um... Well, I mean, if, if uh, yeah... So, yeah, um, yeah, we we'll, we need to, we need to stop, um, us. We need to stop us. That's, 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 uh, I think what we need to do.
1: I, I need time to think. I'll, I'll be back shortly. Okay. Oh, oh, I will. I, um. Fergus just starts floating backwards out of the I, room.
2: I, I, um. May uh, future when future says, I, I'm in a position right now that when future says jump, I say how high. So, if I'm not here, I'll be. I will be here when I am here.
1: Yeah, he's probably gone at that point. He's probably just floated up through the. You
0: you Ch- get the you get the psychic chaff of okay the message right. that's sent to you.
1: Gotcha. Um. So. He's gonna he's gonna wander for a bit and, and do some soul searching. Okay. Focus. Zoom on. Zoom in on him. I'll be right back.
0: Okay. So, anything in particular?
1: So, two things occurred to me. Um, one, there's this. There was this sort of terrible version of Fergus that present was concerned about. That was like crushing worlds underfoot and all of this and then there's the version it it seems like there are two different um, possibilities or futures or whatever Fergus one the world where everybody's a meta and he and Powder Girl make a me-hume and Horatio comes into existence and then there's the other one where he goes power crazy and stomps everybody into the dirt those don't seem to be compatible.
0: But they also they also don't strike you as mutually exclusive as well. Cause you remember future showing that mad version of you, but it's wait
1: wait wait, wait. didn't present show him that?
0: Or yes, sorry, sorry. You remember present showing you this cold, calculating, um. Very precise individual that had like manic uh, episodes almost.
1: Hmm. That's that's who Fergus was in that in that world.
0: So, so it's not entirely outside of the realm of possibilities that they are the the same. I see. But it but it. I leave it to you as if you, you IE Fergus yeah. think that there that that's a possibility cuz that you know it's it's your own logical assumption i'm just saying that it's a possibility
1: right um okay i'm back with with what he knows of telepathy at this point would he think that it's possible to use it inwardly to like Alter parts of your own mind. Mm,
0: yes, uh, there was um, uh, one of the individuals, the the person that looked like a a pretty standard human, except their their eyes, their hands, and their feet were overly large. Um, in the psychic space, uh, one of your, for lack of better terms, tutors, uh, yeah. actually kind of showed you. This aspect, this technique of um, some psychics, be it that there's part of themselves that they didn't like, or memories that they didn't want to have anymore, or that they wanted to slightly alter, so they were able to psychically manipulate themselves um, and doctor their own thoughts, memories, lock some away to where they weren't even conscious of them.
1: Hmm. Okay. I mean, I guess that's sort of I don't know how how that would solve the Horatio problem, but um, Fergus is so horrified by the idea that he might actually like the fact that he even had that thought. It's like so gross, he kind of just wants it out of his head. Um, but I'm not sure. Okay, so he's, he just like floats around for a while thinking about these things, and eventually he makes his way back to that house, into that basement.
0: Okay. It takes
1: a dramatically appropriate amount of time.
0: Okay. Real quick before you do that, you're, you're, you're floating around kind of aimless to a certain extent. Um... And something familiar catches your attention. Mm-hmm. It's an impression that you, you felt a long time ago and was, was pretty brief. Um, and I'm not going to make you roll for it, but it was right you- before you left Stringersburg. It okay. was a, a new presence to you, and and you feel it somewhere somewhere outside of the city
1: on the outskirts of this smaller, smaller mm-hmm. town. Okay, definitely follow up. Go go looking for that.
0: Okay. You're led back to that small piece of metal, that tubular piece of metal. Uh-huh. And I'm going to roll real quick. Okay. You focus on it, and it, maybe it's because you weren't, consciously aware like maybe some of your psychic defenses were down in some sense but you start to like feel it like you can't you can't pick it up you can't manipulate it um, because of the material that it's made of but you get this impression you you almost start to delve into it like your your vision like tunnels into this and you start seeing the grain there there's this real fine grain to this material but it's very intricate and interwoven very precise you know everything's at very sharp angles it almost looks like circuitry and you delve deeper into it and you start to almost you don't see them because you're not your vision's not changing but this is like a psychic impression but you start feeling like the molecules and the spaces in between them and you delve deeper and you're looking in this Sensation just keeps growing and growing and becoming more familiar and it zooms in and zooms in and you start feeling the spaces between the atoms and the electrons and you zoom in f- farther than you thought would ever be possible because you're attached to this singular feeling and you're, you're drawn to the singular point inside of this almost infinite space and you feel a familiar presence of 138.
1: You? Can you hear me?
0: You you s- just sense this presence kind of like moving about. Like you can't see anything in particular. It's just kind of this overall psychic sensation. And it's millions of Billions of voices speaking all at once. Say, query?
1: So if I remember right, 138 fell through into the Berg from its reality, which is on a macro, 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 macro scale from the reality of the Berg. Like, the Berg is like a fucking neutrino compared to whatever world 138
0: yes and you were unable to affect 138 with your abilities telekinesis Mm. and you didn't have telepathy at the time
1: right 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 yo can I just fall through this thing can I just like dive into this thing and fall through like he did
0: yes yes you can you